Welcome everybody once again to the latest edition of Sticks and Kicks. I am your host, Danny Orona, here to bring you everything. What did we say last time? Local, national, and international. Touch on that a little bit. Sports happening around the world in our own special way. We don't follow the conventional broadcast journalisms, which we probably should. We'll, we'll dig more into it as we get more into this How to Broadcast for Dummies book. We will bring all this to you later on. Don't you worry about that. But in the meantime, we will continue to plow through as if we know what we're talking about. So speaking of plowing through, I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to my left. Co-host, friend of the show, Mr. Jeremy Griffin. Jeremy. What's up, bro? How you doing? Uh, I'm doing good, man. I um, I, how far are you in that book, by the way? I barely, I just found out how to open it. So it, it, I'm, just... I, I'm on one. It says table of, and then I can't. I don't know what the. Oh, uh, okay, all right. <laughs> Went well, to hey, public school. You know what? Uh, yeah, man. Hey, let's just fake it till we make it, man. We act like we know what we're talking about, man. We know we talk about uh everything in the city and the state, everything local, international, and like you said, national. So I'm gonna go ahead and pass it off to my virtual left, and I got my buddy, my friend, and uh he was a guest on last week's show. He's gonna be a guest today. Let's go ahead and give it up to Max. What's going on, Max? Hey, thank you, brother. Uh, happy to be here. And um, kind of threw me a hardball there. I don't know really what to say, man. That was a tough question. So I'm going to pass it on to the next. Uh, Kenny, my man, how you feeling, buddy? I'm all right, man. Uh, my condolences, brother. I, uh, by the way, hey, thank how, you. How, 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 many, how many episodes does it take for someone to be common-law married instead of, you know, we, we got to upgrade Max from a guest to a resident here pretty soon um but yeah that uh yeah first and foremost my condolences i did not mean to be right on the last episode but i always have to pump my own tires uh all right hold on we'll get there we'll get there no, we'll hey, get hey there. i wasn't gonna get into it yet i i i but i do i do want to address it because man i i can hear the sadness in your voice and i understand it as an arizona fan danny you're right there with me bud uh one of these days we may see it, but chances are it's not going to happen anytime soon. So again, our, our condolences, but yeah, other than that, guys, I'm, I'm good. I'm happy to be here. It's going to be another short, short showing for me. Unfortunately, I know that everybody's crying at home when they hear that, but, uh, got some family, uh, family commitments I have to adhere to, but I'm happy to be here with you guys. So let's get it rolling. All right. And let's go ahead and get it rolling. Welcome gentlemen. Thank you guys again so much for, for tuning in. And uh, for everyone who's like listening, uh, who listens to us, don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, you know, subscribe on iTunes, you know, give us that five star rating. These are the things that really help us out to make sure we get you guys the best content available. Well, available to us. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get right into what's going on in the NHL and the, the Arizona Coyotes this week had a I don't want to say up and down, probably like down, 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 up week. And it had to do with two shutouts, shutout losses, I have to say, and then a little bit of a bright spot at the end of the week. But spending those two days, and that's what I really want to harp on, getting a shutout in hockey is tough enough. But to get shut out twice, two games, without scoring a single goal, a single point. Two different teams. Two different teams. That, that was unreal to me. So, Kenny, as our expert... What happened during those six periods of hockey? Okay, so we're going to uh, – seven periods, actually, wasn't it? 
They didn't. No, they, they scored in the third period. They didn't score. So it's two back-to-back games, and then they got shut out for the first uh, period of the third game. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, so seven periods of hockey. Close. So um, I, I, I'm i going to play devil's advocate first, and then you're going to hear the real shit because I'm going to, you right. know, I, I think that that's the only way to approach it. So devil's advocate, Vegas is a top-tier team. Uh, there's, there's no, there's no question that they were handed gift wrapped at a, an NHL team out of expansion. And, uh, I, I, I want to shout out to any Minnesota wild fans that might be listening. First off, fuck you guys. I'm just kidding. Secondly, uh, we, we know what it's like, um, in the beginning to be handed everybody's table scraps. And so, uh, to see Vegas get the the expansion rules changed uh right off the hop uh it 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 was tough to watch we knew they were going to be competitive but nobody knew that they were going to be this competitive they got handed assets so they can just trade for superstars like like it's nothing and then they trade those superstars for other superstars so vegas is always going to be a tough team until they sizzle out. real quick kenny real quick to jump in uh vegas as you talk about it vegas is tied for fourth in the league with points sitting at 11 right now it goes toronto washington ah shit montreal and vegas montreal is the biggest outlier there it's, it's a surprise and it's still super early on but you look at vegas's track record since they've been in the league they've been the stanley cup finals they've been a deep playoff contender since they've been in the league um i again as a coyotes fan i don't think it's fair uh but but the league loves it and whatever you know point being is vegas is <clears throat> is going to be a tough team to beat all all the time. And and what I liked about the the games is that we actually put up a fight against Vegas that we haven't seen the Coyotes do since Vegas's genesis. So um I liked that. But um where I was getting at is the shutout, I, I don't want to say it was inevitable, um, but Vegas is a very round team offensively, defensively. They're they're gonna be a tough team. So when I saw them get shut out against Vegas, I was actually not upset. I was like, you know what? We didn't get blown out. Um, we lost by a goal, and it was a cheap goal. It was a very, very unsatisfactory goal. It shouldn't have counted. Um, but hey, that's hockey. Rubbin's racing. So you have to take your losses. But um, we're gonna move on to Anaheim. Anaheim has one of the most elite goalies in the NHL. Um, their their offense is putrid. I mean, you, you look at their roster, and and to a to a layman's fan, um, they're not going to know half the team. Uh, they're going to look at the team and see maybe one household name. And to a common fan, they're not going to know half the team. That's that's where I'm getting at. It, it, it's it's a it's a tough team to follow in Anaheim. But they have a superstar goalie, and the, we saw it, right? I mean, every shot that he had against him, it's like, dude, how the hell did you save that? But point being, uh, you know, the, the back-to-back shutouts, I, I wanted to be the devil's advocate, but now I'm going to be real. The, the back-to-back shutouts, and even, even yesterday's game, were not acceptable to me. Uh, Anaheim, you have to find a way to score. And and so the, the Coyotes' biggest Achilles heel is that we are a perimeter team. If you watch any other team's power play, for example, any other team's power play, they're getting lanes up the middle because they're taking advantage, they're taking advantage of that open ice. When the Coyotes have a power play, you see them passing the puck 
to the boards every time. So they're playing the perimeter and they're not finding those inside shooting lanes. And the only time that they are is from the point. And that's defensemen taking a shot. That's the farthest shot that you can take on the power play. We need guys getting in and, and finding those open areas. And, and it's just, it's not happening. I mean, it happened on Christian Dvorak's goal last game, which was, you know, that's, that's a power play right there. You, you, you make the defenders move around and get tired, and then you find guys in the slot right in front of the goalie and hammer it home. That's just well, Kenny, that's the hockey 101. Go ahead. Yeah, cool. If it's cool, if I can jump in. Uh, yeah, no, just looking at the stats from the game, I mean, the Anaheim versus Arizona game, I mean, it was, it was uh, 30 face-offs to 25 Anaheim. The uh, Coyotes had three power plays with no goals. I mean, it's just, you know – the uh, Anaheim, they had three penalties, and they weren't able to converge on that. And if you're not able to convert, I mean, just looking at the stats, not a big hockey guy, but, I mean, looking at stats like that, man, it, it's not it's not hard to know why they lost. But uh, looking at the 31 shots and 31 saves, that's that's pretty impressive to see that. But, yeah, no, if they're going to have three power play opportunities, man, they got to learn to take advantage of at least one of them, right? Right, exactly. And so – and that's that's speaking to the shutout loss, and that's uh, again. I mean, John Gibson is one thing. He's he's Anaheim's goalie. He's an elite goalie, but you got to find a way to cash in, and uh, especially against a team that is not a powerhouse offensively. I mean, you have to be able to take advantage of their their forwards' lack of experience, and you have to be able to maneuver away around their four checkers and 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 and, and get a goal. And the Coyotes were not able to do that. And uh, the reason why I said I wasn't super satisfied with yesterday's game either i mean two of two of our goals were off anaheim i mean they're (laughs) they were anaheim mistakes and so essentially we scored a goal that uh the coyote that came off a coyote stick um yesterday and and so you know again robin's racing hockey is sometimes puck luck but um i'm not i'm not impressed with the coaching decisions and i and you hear me talk about that ad nauseum, but again, uh, this year will be fortuitous in one of two ways. The Coyotes either make find a way to make the playoffs or be the, we're going to just expose the coaching staff's weakness and it's, and it's time for an upgrade there. Yeah, especially uh, uh, yesterday though. What what I, what I want to touch on at the end, Arizona was on the five was on a five on three. Yeah, and on a five on three, they almost got a counterattack that almost cost them. You know, a five on three shorty like mm-hmm. that. That lack of aggressiveness is even something that uh, Tyson Nash on the air, he, he, he was getting like you could hear the frustration in the lack of just getting in there. Like you said, taking those shots, get the puck in the middle, get into, you know, that war zone and just the lack of not being aggressive. Uh, not what it, What is it? Uh, the there's no uh, uh, like uh, uh, I know it's like a sense of urgency. Sense of this. Oh, God, thank you. There sense is of no there was no sense of urgency at all. They're like. Just passing it one by one to another, like like if they know, like if they think they're gonna that yeah. that some combination like a video game is gonna make them all open up and give yeah. us a free letting goal. Letting time, letting just time tick away, and uh, yeah, they're not they're not taking the snipe shots, they're not taking the uh, you know the slap shots from the back, you know, uh, and that's that's kind of what I you know I've when when they set it up like that and they got guys passing it back and forth, they're trying to get that shot. I mean, when you when you got a five on two, when you got a five on it was three, a five on three yeah. you gotta take some shots, man. You gotta get them shots in there. Yeah. Agreed. And um so that was that was my one thing was the aggressiveness on the power plays and on the ice. And then the lack of aggressiveness to protect what is your best player. 
Connor Garland yeah. just got thrown around like a rag doll. Yeah. And not once did a hockey player just throw down their glove and say, I'm going to defend this guy because he kills himself for this team every single time we're on the ice. Yeah, agreed. Where's that aggressiveness? I think that the wrong players were on the ice at that time because I don't think that uh, Tyler Pitlick or or Johan Larson. No, 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 no. I'm not just talking about one instance in one hard foul. I'm talking about he got hit the entire series. Yeah. And not one play did anyone ever do it. Yeah, and, and normally I would agree with you there, but the the I think the the mindset on the bench was we gotta score a fucking goal and we cannot have anybody in the in the, the penalty box right now. We you know, I, I agree with aggressive game and I agree with, you know, lighting the fire under the team's ass, but um the coyotes are new to this game, right? I mean last year they're the softest team in the NHL by far, in my opinion. Um, so the Coyotes are new to this game and we're early on and, you know, we're facing back to back shutouts, maybe three shutouts in a row if we did not participate in, in, in last game. So I, I think, yeah, I agree with you. I, I, I think that Connor Garland needs to have a little bit more security knowing that he can go to the net and talk some shit and get under some players skins. And he is our best player. I mean, if you look at it, he, 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 he tries harder than anybody else on the team. By far, I, I, I would say maybe Tyler Pitlick has been a, a, an enormous surprise for me uh, of how, how. But his size. Yeah, and, and how hard he plays. He finishes every check, he goes in the net, he shoots any t- chance that he can get. I mean, it, it's such a, it, it's such a, you know, a, a refresher to me. And, and it's, it's refreshing to me. And I'm sorry. Um, so, yeah, I agree with you. I think that Connor Garland should, should, go out there knowing that he could play his game without without facing discipline he got mugged by the goalie you know the funniest part about that well, was is that he that he got the penalty yeah, he got a penalty for talking shit i mean if if they called every penalty for talking shit the game would be just a constant power play it really would yeah. i mean that's what hockey players do man they go out there and they talk shit and they say some things that they probably wouldn't say to the guy after the game but i mean it was just such a weak call by the officials, but Hey, you know what? Like I, I don't blame John Gibson for having a fire in his eyes. I mean, he's carrying his team and he got two fucking shit goals on him. So I'm not talking shit about John Gibson. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I wasn't happy with the response, but um, it's still early on. I, I think in a different game or different circumstances, if they didn't just lose two games back to back the way they did, yeah, it would have probably been different. Well, Anaheim was the second team. You know what I'm saying? Anaheim, they played them once, and then they went ahead and played yesterday, Anaheim again, where they actually went ahead and became victorious. They got the win. Kessel got an assist. We got Dorvac with two goals. I mean, uh, watching the game, Danny, what did you see? Well, one of the one of the, uh, some of the things that I was seeing when it was on the ice was that same – intensity that the coyotes were bringing with the shots like they were out shooting the the ducks like two to one i think they were yeah. at the end of the game correct me if i'm wrong and it was like 32 to 16 yep. the final shot i think i think you're right and and seeing uh like just dominate on the on the face off 16 actually you so, were so was, two off that was good that was it was good. pretty but it's like two oh, so it's over two to one then that they were they were out yeah. shooting them yeah. but um all of that work with uh, face-offs winning, uh, the 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 uh, goals, assists, everything, to not translate to goal is pretty much useless. It's like when we used to watch like Barcelona games when they would get upset by by a smaller team. Oh, but we had possession. Well, possession means nothing, and that's why every time Barcelona got uh pretty much 
uh, beaten on possession, yeah, they would lose the game. So it was. It's like that. How? How? What good is it to dominate everything else if the goals aren't falling? And that's that's right because watching, look, looking at, at looking at the stats right now, they went ahead and uh, they won the faceoffs, thirty to twenty three, which is good. But man, when you have five power play opportunities to their two, you gotta score more than one goal, yeah. man. You gotta get more than one goal on five power plays, man. They went ahead and won the game three two, but this would have been a good game for them to put points on the board and go ahead and try to uh, get up in standings. I think right now they're, uh, like I said, they're at the bottom, of, uh, um, right above San Jose. I think with seven points right now, and that's just not gonna get it done in today's NHL, right, Kenny? Right, exactly. It's it's not, and it's still early on, but um, you know, I uh, I. I'm kind of I'm kind of disappointed in their response to the back-to-back shutouts. I think that there should have been a much angrier game. And Max, I want to defer to you on this. Like, if your team got shut out back-to-back, just embarrassing losses. Like, would you would you be would you be okay with them coming out and barely squeaking out a win, even though they might have dominated the game? But as far as points produced, like, would you be okay with them saying, like, you know, their with their I guess resolve right with their final result would you be okay if them barely squeaking out a win after two embarrassing losses in a row i mean no i i would not be happy definitely uh especially with football i I, i'm you know really tuned into the uh stats and if we don't get a certain amount of stats per game I'm, i'm not happy but uh you know if it is a win a win is a win and that at the end of the day i can't you know um, argue with, but, but yeah, I'd, I'd be, I'd be so upset. I'd be going off like you are now. Absolutely. Understandable. Definitely understandable. Like, like you said, um, you're not happy, but you're going to take the win at the end of the day. Right. Absolutely. My, uh, on, on these back-to-backs, Kenny, do you think that, um, now that teams are playing two games in a row and the Vegas case, four games in a row, that adds or lessens to like the chirpiness and uh, overall like uh, yeah the, the intensity. It's a mini of playoff games. series, dude. That's what it is. Yeah. it's a mini playoff and series, and it's it, it's so, going that, so That's what good, I'm saying. So. Like playing them because you could call mini playoffs to most divisional games, right? In any season, even if it was a regular season. Yeah, but uh, I'm talking about playing playing these teams back to back. Like you remember, you know. Last game, at the end of the game, we started getting, you know, having some words, you and me. And to, just to bring that in three nights later instead of if you would have played them three months later, you know, in a regular season, not seeing them so much back-to-back. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like, if we played Anaheim one more time, do you think that Lawson, Kraus, or Tyler Pitlick, or Johan Larson, or maybe even John Hayden, if he draws in the lineup, would not take exception to some of Anaheim's players uh, taking liberties on Connor Garland? I think I think not. I don't know, man. That's That, that was my point last, last time, but. They didn't show me that they wanted to protect those kind of Take players. Take care of you know? their guy. But I, again, so, I think that's So I would not back. be surprised if nothing happened. I think it's okay, so hold on back, one second, though, they Kenny. Were, they were trying to win the game. One second, Kenny. Go ahead. He's talking about Connor. He's he's the best guy on the team is, is what you had said, right? What what didn't you see? What what did you want to see? Are you asking me or Danny? I'm asking Danny, and then oh, I, want, you're I want you to you're answer good. the question as well. I wanted to see a fight because, you know, your players getting beat up. Just start swinging, you know, like make a statement, especially if you're down, especially like, okay, that's counterintuitive. I get it that you need to get back in the game, but just on 
have some pride, man. Yeah, I agree. It's have some statement. goddamn pride. It's in the statement. What do you think, Kenny? I agree with Danny. I, I I'm a traditional hockey fan, so I want to see if if your best player is getting banged up or or even, and let's let's just call a duck a duck here. He's the smallest player, so um, he, he you know he needs to be defended. Um, that being said, I, I I believe heavily in momentum in games, and I feel like if somebody were to drop the mitts and it's late in the game and the Coyotes are winning um, or or are close to um, you, you potentially give Anaheim the momentum uh, because a fight, especially a fight if you swing. lose that fight, exactly. A fight can swing. <laughs> the momentum. So. I, no, no, that's true. That's how it goes, man. You know, it especially really if you lose that fight, I, I kind of agree with Kenny. Um, it depends on like if the situational hockey, man, Yeah. situational hockey, if it's in the first period and somebody, you know, checks your guy at the end, Hey, you make a move, but if somebody checks your guy at the end and he's fine and you're up a point and you know that you're going to lose uh, a key guy, you're going to lose a key guy in, in the last moments of the team, uh, no, I, I hope for uh, cooler heads to prevail. Yeah, agreed. You know? I, I, so, uh, no, I, I kind of agree with Kenny on this one, and I a little bit agree with Danny too because, uh, yeah, no, if, if – I'm you know, I'm a tiny guy, so if somebody hits me, hey, I expect one of you. One of you guys. I, I don't know, man. My my back. Ah! The way my doctor says. The way my back. I don't like it. So um, <laughs> the next game coming up with the Coyotes. Does anybody got that for me? What's the next game? I think it's St. Louis. Louis. Yeah. You got the Blues. Yeah. St. Louis. All we, right. We got a and, couple uh, couple uh, tough opponents coming up. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I see Kessel Let's went ahead and run got, a gauntlet. Kessel went ahead and had a assist last game, which is, you know, that's awesome, right? Sure. It's looking good. Kessel is the reason that we almost got scored on on a 5-2 5-on-3 power play. Yep. And that's my that's my point. Uh so, so we're going to I think we're going to bring this up every time because we know Kessel was uh supposed to be something and you know, he, well, he I mean, played we, those games. We come to terms, but... With what? With what? What have you come to terms with is my that question. That he is not... He's a one-dimensional player, so we can't expect him to be back-checking and hitting people. I mean, his job is to score. And uh, I think, But a couple of weeks ago, they, they, you guys were talking about him starting to fit into his role. Is that still the case, or is that not the case anymore? I think, it well, is. I think he needs to answer this series. Huh? Me or him? No, I'm sorry, what was that? Danny, what was that? Uh, I think he, that he needs to show it this series because he's been kind of like on a downswing okay. here. Yeah. Okay. So he's having a season of slump right now. Uh, well, let's hope it's just like you know, a couple of games. <laughs> you never know. That's what I'm Kess. saying. That I, I don't uh, want to go into it because a slump with Kessel is, let me tell you, a slump. <laughs> yeah, he said, let me tell you. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey right. yo, Kenny, I wanted to ask is Tyson Nash, to your knowledge, a WWE fan? <laughs> I. Uh, based off his comment towards the end of the game, yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> Dude, he called that perfectly. He said he wrapped him around the face, got him into a chicken wing in the back. You know, he's uh, coming off the top rope like Bam Bang Bigelow used to. Say. Yeah, like it, he was he was spot on. It was funny. Yeah, he's got to be. I mean, <laughs> nobody just knows that at the off the top of their head. Like, and uh, no, I, I look up the up, oh. <laughs> he, uh, hacksaw Jim Duncan, like he was bringing him up as the Royal Rumble's coming around. Like, nah, this dude, he he knows. Like that, that that's inside information. I was gonna say, I feel like he was like put up to like a prank. Like, hey, you have to say <laughs> these three things at least during your broadcast. You know, <laughs> he's all. I'll buy the like, whole staff lunch <laughs> if you can get all these three things in the in in the broadcast and make them make sense. Just does a Ric Flair. <laughs> 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 
at the end. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That was. That's all that was. The, you know, he, I'm. A, I'm gonna look back on it because he might have done it, and yeah, I just didn't yeah. notice. Yeah. He goes back to the windows. Yeah. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. So yeah, all right. That's uh. That, that's what's going on with the Coyotes right yeah. now, man. Hang on, hang on. I, I got one more question because I wanted to get Kenny's opinion on this. Uh, because uh, after that play, of course, was the penalty and everything, and. You know, Connor Garland had to go into the box. And then he brought up the rule that because it's a goalie, the Ducks can put, can put pretty much anybody that they <laughs> want in the box and keep, and keep their, their all-star there. So, like, I, looking at it, it's like, wait, is that really the rule? What the fuck? That's not a rule. My best player's gone, but because you're a goalie, and it was like you could send your worst bench player. They probably send the water boy to take that penalty, and they get away with it. Like, what kind of a bullshit rule is that? <laughs> I should be able to get to pick who goes in the box. Right. And that's that was the biggest thing, especially with the way it happened. I mean, any other time where, like, where if Connor Garland went up and cross-checked the goalie and the goalie responded, then, you know, nobody would be talking about it. But the fact that Connor Garland went by and said, hey, your mom's fat or something like that, you know, you never know. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'd honestly, I, I, I'd be like, I can put anybody in the box, anybody. Exactly. I would put the coach in the box. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> ah, good luck all, drawing he, up a play from the box, motherfucker. He's all walking, <laughs> over, walking across the ice and like loafers. He's all, hold on, hold on, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I mean, yeah, Connor, Connor Garland must have said something to piss him off, right? And so, like, that's the thing is, like, you know, that I mean. It is what it is. I mean, I don't blame Gibson for reacting. Again, I don't. He's a hockey player, and I and I admire that. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a it's a it's a weird rule, right? I mean, if there's a if 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 I mean, we saw. It. Are you are you cool with it? Um. Yeah, I am. And the reason why, I mean, I, obviously, I didn't like it last night. But I, I mean, if you look at any other goalie penalty. It's it's just it's just part of the game. Like Darcy Kemper got penalized uh, early on in the year for playing the puck in the trapezoid or outside of the trapezoid, which is the goalie's no go area. Which, I mean, oh, I, I, saw, uh, I saw that. Yeah, he's in the goalie's <laughs> yeah, the safe, no. safe area. Yeah, the safe <laughs> he area. He touched my no no place. <laughs> right, exactly. And, and I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> that that's probably going to be gone. By the way, that the the you know the restricted areas where goalies cannot play the puck. I, I'm assuming that's going to be gone because they want more offense and. Goalies can create offense nowadays, but anyway, I mean, Darcy Kemper got caught, and and so we put we put one of our random guys in the in the box, and it's not always the worst guy in the box either. It's sometimes the coaches will be like, "All right, I played my top two lines, so I need a fresh guy in the box. So as soon as he comes out, I can throw the other two guys out there, and we have a fresh line versus their their tired line. So it's not always like, oh, go put some random chump in the box, have him serve the penalty, and then you know, and then come to the bench when the when the penalty is over there's gamesmanship in there and so it's just part of the game i don't hate it i i definitely don't i think it would be a clown show if all of a sudden they put the goalie in the box i i really do i think that it, it would look so well, that's why that's why you can that's why you carry two goals i know but then all of a sudden what happens when that goalie gets injured on a power play right and then all of a sudden, hey, like, man. hey, and, hey and, the, and, the and, first and, goalie should have been smarter. Yeah, I, in mean, soccer, come on. I mean, yeah. in soccer, we just put the, the defender in. Whoever, just, I just have a feeling whoever? this would be a so completely like you, different like, conversation yeah. if this was the Coyotes. Get the towel boy <laughs> and just put him in there. I yeah. mean, no, the, if the, the exact same circumstance, I mean, nah, who knows? You, uh, Danny, I know you, bud. Uh, I know you. You'd be I, like, I, no, uh, fuck that. It's hey. part of the game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I look at the bench like, hey, man, we need you. It's the smallest guy in the team. He's like, yeah, where you Put me in, coach. Yeah, no. 
Yeah. It's it's a it's a funny it's a funny thought. I think it would be I think it would be a hilarious stunt if they tried it in the All Star game. I think it would be get get a lot of. I was about to say that sounds like an All Star thing to do. Yeah. So I mean, like a, like, like the, a four point shot in basketball. Right. Oh man. Right. Well, it's <laughs> you know what's funny? It's like I'm glad that entertainment has gone away because in basketball for a long time they was entertaining that four point shot and I just. Oh, that was killing me, I man. thought well, I was getting close. <laughs> oh, that was it, was, it scared me one time. I think it made the ballot one time. I was like, are you kidding me? But, so, oh, so why I is mean, that upsetting if, if you got the the and one on a on a three-point play? You got a four-point play. play. Yeah, that's true. He's got a good point. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> nah. Hey, good. just making an unnecessary extra. I don't know. I just I don't like it because I feel like that's just gonna screw the game up. I feel like it's gonna be just a like what like you gotta put a stop. You gotta put a stop somewhere. Well, yeah, to be honest, I, agree, of course, I, agree, I, agree, I, gotta, yeah, I was just gonna say like hey, if I shoot it from yeah, the I other team's net, I shoot it from another team's net. I want ten points. <laughs> right, <laughs> ten point shot. And at the end of the day, it comes down to historics. Like all of a sudden, you don't want to see some scrub beating you know, the legends records because they, they got more four point shots when four point shots didn't exist in the, in, yeah, in the yeah. you know, so, so that's not fair. Yeah, so he's, he, he he's about to, he's about to hit his milestone of 500, 4.3, you know, four, <laughs> well, I was about to say 4.3. Yeah. See, I'm going to say it That shot was worth 4.3 points. Let's put a decimal up on the board. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that, oh, they, they can't gosh. change scoring. They can change the way the game's played, but I don't think you touch scoring. I just think that that's, yeah. that's unfair. But uh, what, my my final thought here is just based off of the subject here. Um, it, it, good things do come out of all star experiments. Um, the, the NHL for the longest time uh, used to end their games in ties, and then all of a sudden the all star game came around and, and brought out shootouts, right? And then so there was a five minute overtime and then shootouts. Well, everybody was tired of seeing shootouts because that's basically a crapshoot. And so no no pun intended. But so the NHL. <laughs> three years ago um, introduced three on three overtime hockey instead of four on four and three on three is probably the most exciting hockey you can ever watch. It's the most fun thing you can do. And so um, that was introduced at the all-star game and the fans loved it so much. And the, and the owners and players loved it so much that they, they, they're like, let's not do shootouts. Let's do three on three. Let's get these guys some open ice and see how creative they can get. And so, yeah, good things do come out of it, but no four point shots for me. Yeah, no, I love what you're talking about, about changing the game. You know, like um, a lot of the games changing, and uh, that actually jumps into our next subject. What we was talking about is uh, the way how football has evolved, the way football has changed, man. Uh, for the better, for the worse. For the be- I mean, for the better, for the worse, it's looking good, and it's looking like it's going to be here to stay. Yeah, man, we got a uh, – it's an interesting week for everybody coming up, man. It's an interesting week coming up for everybody. Yeah, I mean – are we just going to address the elephant in the room? Do it. Max, my friend. <laughs> Bro, how you feeling, man? Tough, tough, tough one to lose. Uh, Yeah, yeah. If man. you didn't uh, see last week's episode, Max is a Packers fan. Uh, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, you're missing out. You should listen to it. It was pretty good. Well, if you didn't see the Max title, is a it was Packers dedicated fan. to our Packers. Yeah, I appreciate that. Though. And uh, that went to uh, <laughs> Max. So, unfortunately, it just did not did not work out the way that Max hoped. Uh, how you feeling, man? What do you think? What happened? Yeah, it definitely didn't go as uh, as I hoped. You know, it, 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 
it, it happens, you know, it's, it's a game of football and, um, you know, anything can happen and God, man, it was, it was tough, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm just so thankful that we've got a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers who can keep us in the game like that. Um, you know, I think we're the only team that can get, you know, uh, three picks and still managed to lose. And, and that's, that's not, that's, that sucks. And I, I don't know what's so great about that, but um, uh, that's just what it is. But, but yeah, man, we had, we had our opportunities and um, everything's going on on social media. Like why, you know, why didn't certain things happen or calls or whatever, but uh, you know, I'm just grateful that I, that uh, at the end of the day, that, that I'm a fan of a team that uh, is as great as the Green Bay Packers. And yeah, it's, it was a tough loss, man. But, um, but uh, I didn't end up in the, in, 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 in the gutter. You know, I, I didn't drink as much to end up in the gutter. So um, I'll call that a win. Yeah. So, <laughs> and, so watching the game, go ahead, go ahead, Danny. Oh, it, it's Kenny. Uh, I'm just oh. on, on topic with uh, early exits. Um, this is probably my cue. Uh, sorry about the early exit, <laughs> but, uh, but I, I, that's what he said. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but no, I, Max, again, my condolences. I wish I could stay on and chop it up with you about it. Um, you, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a green Bay Packer next year. You can bet on it and sorry that it, that happened, but I I'm, I'm really excited to watch Tom Brady win another Super Bowl. but that's it for me guys. Again, um, appreciate you having me on for a shorter show, and we'll uh, we'll chat next week. Hey, take care, Kenny. All right, later. Take it so back to uh, what we were going on to. So we were all talking about the Packers and the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game. Watching that game, what did you see wrong with the uh, with the team? That I mean, y'all could have done differently. Oh man, so much. Um... I thought our defense stepped up a lot. I think our defense played great, actually. Um, uh, you know, it, in terms of how we usually play, I think I think the defense stepped up. And um, but I don't know what I saw was a lot of uh, um, uh, I saw a lot of discomfort from the quarterback to the coach to basically all the players. Aaron Rodgers didn't look like he was having fun. Um, obviously when you're losing, you're not having fun, but he just didn't look in rhythm all game. Um, and then, you know, the, the, I, I don't even know what to say about that. If you saw that, that field goal, the, the call to kick the uh, field goal instead of give it to uh, number 12 to get that touchdown. But, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a football uh, coach. I, I, you know, so I can't say that I'm an expert on those things that I would make. I mean, just for, for, for me, a big turning point was not only that uh, that field goal uh, decision, mm-hmm. but the play that led up to it. Because, bro, Aaron Rodgers has so much room. He could have gotten so much closer. Well, and, and I thought – Yeah, no, sorry. I, I, I agree. I, I, I did not know why he didn't run. I, I saw uh, another um, – I saw a post from somebody who, who showed the rest of that play. I mean, who knows? You know, but yeah, it did look like he could have taken that and gotten the touchdown or a lot, a lot more yards. Well, yeah, watching watching the play, you know, we were we were watching and just looking at the open field. It's like, why didn't you run the ball? Yeah, and it's just you know, it's it's unfortunate that it happened. Looking at the stats, I mean, he had three hundred forty six yards, three touchdowns, one interception. But what really kills him is he had five sacks, and yeah. then he, you come to 
people that I'm talking about, but Aaron Jones, unfortunately, he only ran, uh, he only had six touches. He only had six carries, 27 yards. He didn't really get to touch the ball. And well, I know it's hard to do that when you're down. It was, it was tough, too, man. It was tough watching A.J. Dillon. But uh, just looking at the whole thing in general after Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon coming in, you guys only ran the ball 16 times. You know, and, yeah. and that's – uh, yeah, no. I mean, you got to have a little more faith in that. It, it, was, it, it, it was just a tough game all around to watch on the, uh, on the offensive side. Uh, yeah, definitely the five sacks. I think is where it is is where it went bad. Well, I think yeah, we and, we we took uh we lost our uh, main you know tackle Bakhtiari. And we had yeah. uh, Billy Turner step in and he was doing a phenomenal job and and I think uh, maybe we took that for granted because he he did not it did not look like um the same you know uh games uh, earlier this season when Aaron Rodgers had all day. He yeah, all yeah definitely. All. He was getting pressured for sure. He was definitely getting pressured for sure, man. It wasn't uh yeah, after after that I believe that was his uh left tackle or the left guard, uh the the man who went out, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he bro, he was he was getting worked. He his backup was getting worked, man. I think uh, I don't I think it was uh I wasn't sure if it was JPP or or Shaq Barrett, but they were they were on him. They were on him all all day and I think JPP got a sack really have that time. Yeah, I think he got two. Two sacks, yeah. I think so, maybe. But, um, yeah, no, you guys still had your opportunities, like you said, with the uh, defense stepping up, getting those three picks. But mm-hmm. getting three picks, not being able to convert into, uh, you know, three touchdowns, it's a little tough right there. But, yeah, um, you can't win. Coming up. not convert. Exactly. Coming up next season, man, what do you think, Uh, you know, the draft coming up, free agencies coming up, who would you, uh, you know, contracts expiring? Who do you want to keep, and who do you want to try and pick up? Well, I think uh, really where I'm at is the same place as last year, where I, I want to keep uh, Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, I want to keep Aaron Jones. I still believe in Aaron Jones, and I, I still uh, believe we should give him the money. He, you know, he didn't have a monster game. He what, you know, but in the championship, it, I think if he had a monster game in the NFC Championship, and they had lost. Um, whether they had won or lost, I think, you know, that was going to seal it. But I still I still think we should give them the money. But um, uh, I think what we really need is a is another number one ride, wide receiver. Because Devontae, we need another number one um, to put alongside with our number one. Because that, I believe, is what's going to push us over the top. But um, Okay. Real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, stay on top. But um, Julio Jones is going to hit the market. What would you Yeah, what would you give up? What would you give up for Julio Jones? David Johnson in the second round. <laughs> <laughs> well, Julio's old, man. How old is Julio now? Like 38? Uh, I no, he's 30. I think he is like 32 or something like that. He is that. not 32. <laughs> All right, uh what do you think? What do you think? I think he's. I think he's thirty. I think he's thirty-seven. Oh, he took too long. Yeah, no, he's only thirty-one, bro. Oh, damn it! All right. I don't know why you thought he was so old. I don't know. Crazy. I don't know why either. I. I guess he's been. Yeah. He's been chopping us up with the Falcons. Uh, but um, in the playoffs, he's right. out there on the market. Was is that someone you would like to see on the opposite side of uh, 
depth of uh, Devontae, what, what would you be willing to give up? First round, second round, third round, what? That that's somebody I would definitely be happy to see on on the other on on, on, on the other side. Um, uh, yeah, I I would definitely give up a first rounder for him. I mean, w- there's a lot of factors, and you know, we had factors that I don't even think about. Like I don't know if you followed the Will Fuller. Um, tried this. We tried to sign Will Fuller, and then we backed out. We were gonna. Um, I did. I did see that, and that killed that. That no, every I think everybody saw that. I don't know, Danny, right. if you remember that. Right before the trade deadline, Will Fuller from the Houston Texans was going to be available, and there were in serious, in serious. And mind you, uh, people in, who are not looking at me, I'm doing Doctor Evil fingers. Serious <laughs> talks with the Green Bay Packers to uh, you know get. Will Fuller and for some reason they I I don't I think the Green Bay Packers backed out or or the, I, don't, I don't know exactly what happened in that situation. Well, I'll tell you the You're Packers. You're an owner, so yeah. yeah, let us know. Well, the Packers did back out, and apparently he uh, tested positive for some drug, so he was like suspended or I forget ah. what happened. I think he was suspended like four games or something like that. But it was like HDH, right, or something like that. I forget what exactly. Probably, yeah, but it, yeah, just something on the banned list that he wasn't right. supposed to be taking. And correct? it happened right okay. after they decided not to go with him. So I was like, okay, maybe, you know, I'll just give up a little trust in these guys because. Oh know. wait a minute! Wait a minute! You said after? Wait, wait! He got tested after they just they passed on him, or before? No, after. Oh, okay. So, so it's like they kind of just got lucky, or I don't know if they knew something. So why did they back out in, in the first place, though? I, that's what I'm saying. Why? I think they may have known that was going to be a problem, or maybe they ah. saw something, or maybe it's just a coincidence. I don't know, but it it happens. It would have, yeah. He would have been a Packer, and that would have happened. Hmm. I, I would have gone for it if I because I, I I had not known about the drug thing. So had I known about that, I would have said, you know, no way. But I was just as shocked as I think everybody else when they said, no, we're not going to give up the first round for Will Fuller because he's fucking Will Fuller. Okay, but yeah, that's Will Fuller. We're talking about Julio Jones, though. No, yeah, no, I know. But I'm just, that. that's what I was saying is all the shit that you don't think about. That could be one of the things. Like, Julio could be a drug addict. I don't know. I'm just playing. No, but you know what I'm saying? It's just like, but... I mean, for for to make it simple, I would love Julio. All right. Well, there's that. That was uh, that was Max making it simple. He would love to have Julio Jones. I mean, I think we would all love have Julio <laughs> Jones on our team. It's just all about uh, what it's gonna take to get him. I mean, what will we? What is everyone willing to give up? Danny, I know you would love to see Julio Jones sitting there uh, right next to D D Hop and uh, Kyler Murray uh, overthrowing him. Somehow, <laughs> what would you like, or what would you give up for Julio? I think it would just get a first. Well, do you think the Cardinals should pursue that? I I don't think so. No, I'd, uh, he would he would definitely be an upgrade to our. To, I don't want to say anyone on our. <laughs> Because uh, other other than D. Well, Christian Kirk is your number two. Yeah, but uh, he's a baller. He's definitely he's. I mean, uh, yeah, and I agree. He's definitely a baller, but he's a slot guy. He's mm. definitely a slot guy. So I mean, that's I mean, if if we all, I mean, everybody in the valley. If, I mean, that's brace yourselves when I say this. 
if Larry Fitzgerald retires, <laughs> uh, it even hurt me. It even hurt me. Don't worry about it. It hurt. It. Oh, I'm sorry it hurt. But if Larry Fitzgerald retires, that's that. That's where Christian Kirk, I think, in my personal opinion, would flourish. Would be in the slot receiver position, and um, yeah, no, having a real number two like Julio with size and just the the hands, the the strength. Yeah, I, I don't think he's I, – I personally don't know him. So, uh, I don't know if he's that fast. I know he was uh, injured a couple games this year. But, uh, yeah, no, I think Julio Jones would be, a, a, you know, an upgrade for you guys a lot. I think it's something that you should pursue. But I don't know about a first-round pick. We've talked about it with quarterbacks. Like, so the same thing with wide receivers, I would imagine. You don't know what you're getting – from the draft, but you know what you're getting in a veteran. And that's what we I think we always talk about that is uh you know what you're getting from someone. You know, you know what you're gonna get from someone. When I talk about my Eagles, we went ahead and uh got Deshaun Jackson again and we thought we knew what we were getting. You know, a speed guy who can catch the ball. And he did it. He did it. The bro, the first game he came back, he you know, he he torched he torched I think it was the Redskins. Uh the Washington football team, sorry. And then he Jeremy has been canceled. Uh, <laughs> that's my fault. Sorry about that. He, I think, missed like eight, nine games and then came back, played of like the f- couple minutes in the first quarter, and then he was gone again. And then when he came up back again, he caught one pass for 85 yards, and then the coach decided not to throw him the ball. That was that was it. That was it for him. That was it. And he's 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 up and down, but I mean, we knew we were a speedy guy who can catch the ball, and that's what we got. We just no consistency. He was hurt. He was hurt a lot, and that's might you know might be the concern with Julio Jones because he is that big guy. He is that strength guy. He can catch the ball and he can run the route, but can he stay healthy? now at this time and you know maybe maybe that's the question so um yeah i turned this into a julio thing that's kind of where i wasn't supposed to go we were still going on the teams but i mean somebody like julio a big guy big tall guy who can go and catch the ball uh mike evans mike evans is something like that man do you see him doing anything in the super bowl what do you guys think about it I think it's going to be the go-to guy, especially on speed. Yeah. What do you think, Max? Coming up with the Super Bowl after playing, after unfortunately playing Mike Evans last week and watching him, what do you think it's going to take to handle him? Or I mean, do you think he's just going to let loose? You think he's going to run wild? I don't know. I I I think he's definitely. I think he's going to be a red zone threat. I think he's. Um, He's going to come up big in the uh, in the end zone in the Super Bowl. I don't know if he'll be a, a big uh, yard uh, uh, yak getter, but uh, in the game. But um, yeah, he, I, I think he's going to kill in, in 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 the red zone. I don't know if he's going to rack up a lot of yards, uh, but uh, I think he's going to have a couple key catches and uh, probably a, a touchdown, maybe two. Oh, without a doubt, in the red zone, like it's gonna be him and Gronk. I think the guys to look to look out for in the red zone, and of course Gronk yeah. has always been powerful, but he can't, you know, get yards. You know, those those big time yards like he used to. Uh, but so in the end zone, I'm definitely have. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and say they each get a touchdown. 
Evans and Gronk. You know what's funny is Gronk has been uh, super quiet this season, and you can tell he's very happy and extremely comfortable. He's not the not the main target anymore, but he's still getting his touching. He's still being able to be on the field, running his route, blocking, passing, you know, getting the ball. I, I mean, I think he'll follow – Oh yeah, he's a great blocking tight end. He's always yeah. been a great blocking tight end. But I mean, he was he's he was like Tom Brady's main weapon. And yeah. now that Tom Brady has all these other weapons, especially with uh, Antonio Brown starting to become Antonio Brown again, which is like scary for everybody because as crazy as he is off the field, he's I mean extremely good on the field. I, I mean, let's not deny that. So to watch him, uh, Godwin. And uh, yeah, no, Mike Evans, all three together. It's just, yeah, no, it's it's gonna be tough for the uh, for the Chiefs to go ahead and get it going. Do you think that it's gonna be weird for Steelers fans to watch Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown both in the Super Bowl? <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be weird. More as it's gonna be very, very depressing. <laughs> right? I think that's the word, right? Yeah. Depressing, right? That's the word I want to go. It's gonna be extremely. <laughs> Pressing to look at both of them like ah, uh, uh, they don't know. Uh, you know what? Meme? Sure. Yeah, with, with the, with the, the squid word. Uh, ah, looking out the window. <laughs> looking out the window. Looking out the window. window. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers looking out the window at uh at Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell having fun, <laughs> enjoying hey enjoying life. Doing the Super Bowler. <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you, man, it's it's nuts to find out that we ended up here too. And then Le'Veon Bell, I mean, he I he's been a ghost to me in my opinion. I mean, I think he scored a touchdown or two with the Chiefs, but that's just they were just being nice. Yeah, I don't know and why they signed that, him or how they were going to use him. Something that no one talks about, and I saw it the other day. Uh, my buddy from the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, LaShawn Shady McCoy, oh. is in the Super Bowl again after winning the Super Bowl last year with the Chiefs, being on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, going for his second Super Bowl. Oh, my so, God, dude. It's just, oh, man, the way that these players get passed it's around. The right spot at the right, right time. time. <laughs> he, he is the Danny Green of the NFL. <laughs> Good for him. But, uh, yeah, no, so looking at that coin, you know, what the Buccaneers have on, on defense, obviously, with that line and, you know, that secondary with, I mean, just everything, the offense, the the weapons, Let's go ahead and look at the other side of that coin. That man, Kansas City, Patrick Mahomey, Kermit the Frog, <laughs> is just, bro, he's phenomenal. And ain't nobody, excuse me, let me fix my language. There is nobody who can tell me that Tyreek Hill is not, if not number one, not top three wide receiver in this league. There's nobody I I just won't listen. I just won't listen to that argument. I agree with Anybody that. Anybody thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, sure, and dude. so there's Fast a reason they're there. Pretty much, you know, number one quarterback. Some you got that top three wide receiver. You got a beast of a tight end, Kelsey, who racked up what was it? Uh, another thousand yards. Yeah, eight thousand yards. Yeah, another. I he could. I mean, let's be honest about it. If if we really want to do that. Can he be considered a top five wide receiver? Kelsey? <laughs> or no, is that is that is that pushing it? You're talking is about that Travis pushing Kelsey. it? Kelsey. I am talking about Travis Kelsey. Is that pushing it? 
I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, well, I'm asking. I'm asking you guys. I mean, Travis Kelsey, he's super consistent with yards. He catches – I mean, his catches, his yards, his touchdowns. I know it's a lot to do with Patrick Mahomes, but Kurt Warner was doing it with Anquan Bolden and uh, Larry Fitzgerald. The only difference is, is – No, oh, Bolden was a wide receiver. That's what I'm saying. The only difference is, is Travis Kelsey is a wide receiver. But he's still putting up 1,000 yards, and he's still getting touchdowns. I just – I mean – I is think it, that just makes it, him an even greater tight end. All yeah. right, so does that does that make him number one? I would say. Talking about right now, uh, active, in, in, active, in active, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of Me, course, I'm not. I don't know if you're expecting an argument. I'm sure you had a whole file ready to defend your. <laughs> your <point>. you got, <laughs> no, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, and I have Zach Ertz as my tight end. But I still, I yeah, Travis Kelsey's that guy. Hey, but both, then both top five. But then, but then Zach Ertz, and then George Kittle. Yeah. I'll fight that. <laughs> I'll fight that. No, that's a good yeah, list. That's, that's what I got. List. Yeah, so, uh, all right, well, that's what I got. That was, no, I'm just playing. All right, so, like I was saying, we got you got Tyreek right, Hill, so, you got Travis Kelsey. I mean, you, you got the backfield with, with Claire Allaire, uh, Clyde Edwards Allaire, and then you have Le'Veon Bell, who, I mean, he – you don't really need him for much, but he shows flashes. And if he if he shows the flashes, who that's kind of he's the really break glass right here. Like in the Super Bowl, you need a guy break glass in case of emergency. And let <laughs> me find out that he like he balls out. You know that'll he's been very quiet lately. So well, he's the yeah, guy it'll you be rest interesting. when you need him. Yeah. But at the same time, though, to see what Leonard Fournette did last week was. Kind of like just wow. I don't know if there was this one play that you guys remember where he was at the goal line, like five yards, but you know, and he just bounced off like three different tackles. Oh yeah, and made his way oh, in there. God, yeah, that was me, that was disgusting. And I'm just saying, I mean, if he's bringing that type of energy and that type of uh, intensity to the Super Bowl, yeah, no, the Chiefs' defense really needs to step up. So who you got? Chiefs all day. Max, yeah, yeah, I, you know what, it, it, it's, I'm gonna say the Chiefs because uh, I don't think anybody can be, can beat uh, Patrick Mahomes, but but Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, it's gonna be a great matchup because I can see I can see I, them pulling it off, but I think the Chiefs are gonna win. But one thing I want to say though, I think if anybody can beat Patrick Mahomes, it's the wouldn't guy it be the fit, wouldn't it be fitting? To watch him like just get that one last one, and then let's find out he makes it next year, and it'll I'm not gonna lie, it'll most likely be a rematch, and then he beats him uh you know Mahomes beats him you gotta sell a sequel to pass and, the torch and, and exactly <laughs> see so he beats him, and then he gets redemption, and he's like one but you know he's like third one, and he's like. I don't think I have that in the sun. <laughs> you know, he just he, he passes the torch and rides off in the sunset. He's like, I don't have a third one in me. Here, take the torch. You know, he, he gracefully passes the torch and he goes. Bro, if Tom Brady just retired with, last he walks away year, with seven. The Packers will be in the Super Bowl right now. That's all. Uh, dude needs yeah. to retire after the season, win or lose. I swear to God, dude needs to retire. It is, I'm not going to lie. It, it, it is nuts to see, though. That uh yeah no this team last year with Jameis Winston they they didn't really you know 
I mean, we all knew they had they something in. They were something serious, but they weren't this type of threat. You know, and, and now look at them. To do, I, don't, I don't think they added much besides Leonard Fournette and Antonio Brown. And, uh, yeah, Gronk. no, they're – Gronk they're and Brady. Oh, yeah, Gronk. My bad. No, that's, <laughs> I, no, that's what I'm talking – that's that's the main focus, Brady, obviously. But, yeah, no, to see that happen is just – it's it's mind-boggling, bro. And at the end of the day, like we we had this conversation earlier about LeBron, I mean – you can't hate them. You got to respect what you're seeing. Yeah. You, if you, yeah. if you're a fan of the game, you have to respect what you're seeing. And you can argue yeah. it up and down all day long, but you got to respect it. And for that reason, I'm going to go Buccaneers. You, I, you just went ahead like, all my reasoning was channeled through you. So pretty much exactly what you would have said. So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go back Buccaneers. I love that, sir. Can I have the $30 that you owe me? <laughs> that was so ladies sweet. and gentlemen he went ahead and picked uh the bills to make it to the super bowl uh and and i told him i said all they have to do is make it to the super bowl yeah unfortunately they did not make the super bowl so that bet ended right then and there i uh <laughs> st- still have not been paid we'll go ahead and we'll get the zell out in a bit <laughs> Oh, man, it was a great bet. It was a great game, by the way. I mean, very proud of what the Bills did. They uh, they look like they're a force to be reckoned with, and uh, I think all three of us can be happy and glad to say that we are glad we are not in the AFC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amen. Oh, man, I'm telling you, man, it's looking crazy, man. I mean, Arizona sports, they're, they're trying to – they're trying to pick it up right now. The Cardinals, I believe, um, I believe they they have a chance next year. What do you think? You think they they can make the playoffs next year, Denny? Without a doubt. And the reason I say that is just we're gonna get a lot healthier. People are gonna come back, and with that defense that we talked about a couple episodes, Chandler ago, Jones if, specifically, if they just hold on to everyone. I don't, I don't need to go out and get anyone else. If they just hold on. Don't trade. Don't move around. Trust these guys. I think we're set. You know what? I don't know who you talked to about that. It wasn't me. But, wow. Yes. I, I. you know what? As a, um, Obviously, I'm not a Cardinals fan, but I live here. I've lived here for like 16 years. So, I follow you guys. I got a little spot for you. A little mushy side. <laughs> um, I think I agree with you. I think I agree with you 100%, man. I think if you can keep this nucleus of just everybody, just the the same defense, the same offense sort of, maybe maybe a few tweaks here and there running back and yeah. uh add add uh, a uh, a lineman or two, a second string lineman or something like that, but uh I think you need a a cornerback. I think you need a cornerback. One more, but yeah, no. You I mean you guys get healthy I think you guys got a shot. And this is a make it or break it for Kyler Murray, yes or no? Yes. I think so. And for reasons that we've talked about in other podcasts, you good there, Max? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Max, you lived in Arizona like all your life. What do you think about what the Cardinals got going on? You think this is something that uh I mean the NFC West is is full, you know, the Seahawks, the Rams. Mm. The 49ers, they're tough teams. Do you think the Cardinals have what it takes to make the playoffs this year or what? Yeah, absolutely. I thought they could have made it uh, this year and um, or last year, I guess. Uh, 
Yeah, but NFC NFC West is stacked. Um, but yeah, I think I, I agree with you. Um, all that needs to happen, and they they can be a, a really good team. But uh, what do you think about Patrick Peterson? Does he uh, need to go? I think so. I th- I think he's he's starting to show the signs. Uh, you know, every little whispers on social media. I think it was that uh, that he changed his like his the the thing under his uh, username, his handle, or whatever. There that's what they call it. Shut up. I'm sorry. You just have to be uh, young and hip. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I think the signs are starting to show that. Uh, I think it's time is done here in the desert. Uh, I mean, we could trade him and get two young cornerbacks and see how they well i mean do you really think that's gonna happen though i mean a lot of people i mean i let's be honest his trade value has a bit really high he's been getting burned a lot a lot of people see it i mean he just doesn't really have what he has i mean he said five years and we obviously don't see it so he would have to switch over to safety and i mean who's on the market who can you get I have no idea who's on the market. And that's my <laughs> point. What else is out there? Yeah. What I mean, I mean that, and maybe there's people out there that we don't know because we're obviously not in the game, so we don't, you know, whispers and stuff like that. We're we're not in, you know, whatever's leaked to us is what is what we know. But yeah, like since what we know, free agency coming up, everything. Who's really out there? I have no clue. And that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, do you really want to get rid of that guy? He's kind of like a Larry Fitzgerald guy, too. He's, uh, you know, for Arizona, that kind of. He's uh, been there, the I think, is, since, what, 08? But, I think the, equivalent, but yeah. the equivalent is that, uh, you know, the way that Patrick, Patrick Peterson is being burned, it's like, it's like saying Larry Fitzgerald keeps dropping pass after pass if we still want him to come back or whatever, if he still got it. Compared to everyone, like you don't see that. You can't compare that. Yeah. Yeah, because let's be honest, the, the market for wide receivers is so much bigger than the market for uh, defensive backs, good defensive backs. And that's the problem. That's what I got. All right. That's what I got. I mean, let's let's see what happens. Let's see what the Cardinals yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, something that we can all agree who's – uh needs to do something and and need to do it fucking quick is the fucking sons. Let's be honest about that. I mean, last night they went ahead and won a game. I mean, they destroyed them. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't watch the end score. I was very happy with, with what I saw, but, uh, yeah, no, the night before they fucking lost the game. It should have been two wins in a row. So, I mean, let's, let's not be too happy about them. I mean, they're, that's Danny. Tell me, what do you, what do you think? Well, the frustrating thing was that the, coming into the game, uh, what, who was it against against the fucking uh, yeah, Oklahoma Thunder? Yes, thank you. Against the, when we we knew we were going in there without Devin Booker, you know, can't uh, they put uh, you know without campaign and everything, and uh, and still there was no worry. Like that game was almost like a shoe in the way that you know OKC had been playing, and the game the way that we handled in the first part of the game. Like this, this should have been a put away and every like blowing leads and then asking Chris Paul to do, to do too much. Like what more can we ask Chris Paul to do to try to like push his team forward? 32 you know, points without having to, you know, do carried everybody. This old man is carrying all these young kids. 
What more can we ask him? It's it was it was a tough loss, man. I mean, to to be up by seventeen, and then at one point to be down by thirteen. I just I don't understand how that happens, and I know we talk about it all the time. You live and die by the three. Yep. And uh, yeah, no, the Suns they weren't living and dying by a three. They were just missing. They were just just missing shots. They just could not get it done. And honestly, I mean, beating the warrior, the ten and seven Warriors, I mean, was fantastic. But uh, no, we got to get better than that. We we got to play better than that, man. And uh, another thing too, having Booker and Payne and Sarge out is not, you know, that's yeah, no, obviously that's not ideal. But the way we played that game, they, that's we should have had that. Both of them. Both of those games, it looked like we didn't need them. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, obviously being up 17 points, that proved that we didn't need them. And yeah. to lose that was just was very disheartening. Yeah, and, and so def they came out definitely with a different attitude, different way of playing against uh, the Warriors. And that was just such a great game from the beginning. They the, the Suns, they wanted to get points in the paint early, and they went to it early. You know, DeAndre Ayton, is getting rebounds, bullying people, getting closer and closer to the rim. He's not taking these long jump shots that, you know, I believe have been, like, tearing his game down for the longest time. Like, he's getting to where we wanted him inside to be a dominant force. And just, just to see that game from the beginning to the end with that same hustle, I think it's the first time I've seen the Suns play 40, 48 minutes of basketball. Okay, so, yeah, no, just watching DeAndre Aiden, um, I believe – I. I don't quote me on this, but I think he took two two threes. That that's that's fantastic. That's really all I want to see from him is two threes. And you know, if he misses both threes, then you're done for the night. I'm okay with him shooting threes because I think he he's working on his three, and I think he can shoot a three or two, but he's definitely not a three point shooter. So no, I'm okay with you taking those two threes, but nah, I want you to back that man down. I want you to yep. take that fate that that kind of. It's kind of a fadeaway, but the other times I've seen you bully ball somebody, and I love that. I yeah. love that stuff, man. Keep going. Uh, I mean, I, let's be honest about it. Um, Frank the Tank, my buddy Frank Kaminsky, is is starting to like burrow his way into my heart, bro. He's yeah. he's making his way in there. He's doing his thing. The last two games, bro, he plays strong. He plays hard. He plays aggressive. He wants his time. He wants his minute killer he went ahead and uh he 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 balled out and um no he's very, he's showing he's showing that he can he's trying to fill the void of not having sarge but let's be honest about it we need to trade for a center immediately frank kaminsky i mean just uh come in the game and kind of take over for what sarge was doing i mean you know it was it was very refreshing to see but i mean i just don't really think that he's going to be able to carry that torch. So, you know, the Suns losing that game and then the game before, I mean, I mean, it's just that, you know, they, they went ahead and lost the game to uh, Denver in double overtime, which they should have won. They went ahead and lost, I believe it was uh, DeAndre Aiden in like the middle of the first, the first overtime game, uh, the first overtime quarter, which after that, I kind of knew it, 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 it was done. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't. Yeah, you watched that game. We kind of knew it was going to be done, and I mean, it's just not looking good, you know. So it was very unhappy, 
to get to eight and eight. But uh, yeah, to pull out that uh, nine and eight, you know, it's 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 something positive, and I'm hoping that we can move forward from that. Yes, sir. And uh, just the last thing on on Phoenix Suns, Cam Johnson showed no fear against uh, Draymond Green. I seen that guy crash into him twice, like full on, like head of steam, the way that you know we want Aiton to be, and to see that from Cam Johnson at his early stage in his career. I think that it's it's going to show good signs. I mean, Cam Johnson. And he took that one charge, I believe. Yeah, uh, he went, just, yeah, he took a charge full force, and I remember him getting up. And then, um, yeah, no, I, I remember him bumping him. He Because yeah, I, I saw this one time during timeout. You know when they get set and they kind of do this unnecessary back down where they kind of bump into him yeah. like, oh, this is my spot. I'm saying myself. Hey, he didn't even flinch. He was just like, yeah, whatever. And he just kind of just started guarding him. He didn't he didn't let it get to him. He didn't show no emotion. He was just like, eh, whatever, bro. You know, and I, I loved it, man. Uh, so watching Cam Johnson do what he did was just uh was just great. Um I mean I I don't like him being in the starting lineup. I'm very happy with him coming off the bench, but I mean he's been making use of his minutes. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. Um him and Mikhail Bridges. Mikhail Bridges no disrespect, disrespect to book, but I think Mikael Bridges is closer to making an all-star team this year than he is. Wow. Really? The way, like, in the perfect world, if, if everyone, like, not, you know, if it's not a popularity contest, contest, I think he's got a really good shot again. I kind of agree with that. Uh, the way his he's been playing with his consistency. I mean, last night, though, was very, I mean, it wasn't, it, I mean, not last night, I apologize, uh, uh, the night before, Wednesday night. That he was off, but everybody was off at the same time. But consistency, though. If you want to yeah. be that guy, you want to be consistent. I like Mikel Bridges coming off the bench. I like Jay Crowder being in the starting lineup and then Mikel giving us that spark. But Mikel's making his case very hard to stay on, you know, on the court. And honestly, you can't you can't fight with results. Yeah. Just yeah. He's he's earning minutes. Yeah. So the he's team is minutes. missing. Uh, the team is really missing Booker. The team is really missing uh, Cameron Payne, in my opinion. But um, yeah, no Nader stepped up great last night. I I think with yeah. more minutes, I think Nader's gonna go ahead and come along very nicely. He's gonna. I think he's gonna fight himself for a spot. I would like to see a uh, a little more Langston Galloway. What do you think? Well, I think they're all gonna get more minutes uh, because both Booker and Campaign are out for tomorrow's game. Really? So yeah, it's just right there that they're out. So it's it's, it's it's gonna take guys stepping up. I don't know what's going on with Booker and his hamstring thing, but I really hope it's a hamstring and it's just not him milking. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to be conspiracy theorist, but I'm afraid that he's that he's just not happy. I mean, we 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 need to win. We need to win. We need to show him that we care. We want him here, and. uh yeah, no, he's shit. He's played hard for us. We need to play hard for him. Definitely, and I think that I think that is shown because we have seen these other these other players step up, and we have seen Suns in competitive games. Some say this is games they should have won, and of course, last night's great victory. So if they got to go another another game without Devin Booker, hey, let's show them that we're still going to show up for them. And I think these uh these other guys is definitely doing it. So so yeah, I think Alexander uh, and Nader, I think they're both going to be getting more minutes. All right. Well, let's go ahead and see what we got going on. I believe what's tomorrow. Uh, tell me who we got. Tomorrow we got against the Mavs. Back to back against the Mavs. Is back to back. So yeah, I like it. So it's uh, we got on uh, on yeah tomorrow and 
Monday? Saturday, Monday? Saturday, Monday, yeah. I like it. All right. Back to back on the Mavs, man. I'm loving these little mini, uh, these mini, uh, little mini series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's working for me. It's working for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, hey, back to back. So let's keep it up. All right. (laughs) Hey, 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 I officially care that we keep doing this. Seconded. All right. Unfortunately, uh, ladies and gentlemen, there was no uh, kicks news. Um, It was a slow day for the Phoenix Rising. Danny, did you want to add anything on soccer? Anything going on? Right now, it's just uh, the. It's like two steps before what happens in rumors. So, like, we have absolutely no clue what's going to be going on. Uh, no news as of yet. But the they are uh, they are continuing construction on the new stadium, and uh, from what I understand, all of the bathrooms have been put in. I'm sure that gets everyone excited. The number one thing that people asked for from the last stadium was bathrooms with plumbing. They released a video of the the bathrooms already installed. And the fan base went absolutely crazy on Twitter. That's awesome because if you guys don't like those uh, bathrooms and you guys like the old school feel of the porta potties and everything, uh, the other stadium is still up, ladies and gentlemen. It has not been fully taken down. <laughs> I still report. drive by it, and it is still there. So just letting you know that, uh, yeah, you know, nostalgia feel. You can break in and get in there. You will be arrested. I don't advise it, but <laughs> hey, yeah, you're feeling brave. All right. That's what I got on uh football. Yeah, that's it. So I mean, unless you uh, unless you want to talk uh cricket, I think we're good. Bro, did you see the Oh my god, ladies and gentlemen, we're <laughs> out of time. Thank you very much for your time joining us. Me, Kenny, Max, Danny, Sticks and Kicks. We appreciate you. Final thought, Danny. I mean, I'm just looking forward to the Suns continuing the way they're, they're looking up. Like, if you could do yesterday, 48 minutes of basketball, if you can give me that every game. I'm not saying win every game. I'm saying give me that effort every single game. I'll be happy. I'll be good. So, I'm looking forward to them continuing this uh, this good stretch. And, of course, let's build on this lead for the uh, on this winning streak for the Coyotes. The Coyotes need it. And I think that that they're, uh, I think they're on the right track to just, just keep it up against the blues all right well uh the coyotes coming off a two-game losing streak winning a game and then the suns coming off a three-game losing streak and winning a game let's hope both of them can keep it up uh and let's hope good things for the cardinals man i hope you guys make good moves i'm jeremy that's danny thanks for joining us on sticks and kicks